Hi friends, welcome back to the Audacity Show with Audrey. You already know this is episode two. I'm sorry that I've been gone for so long. I know I said I wanted to. I know I said I wanted to upload every two weeks, but clearly that hasn't really been happening. I've been judging myself kind of hard. I filmed a few different podcasts episodes and i just never posted them because i just didn't think it was good enough um but anyways but today i felt very inspired to film an episode and i asked you guys on my instagram to send over some questions that you want i feel like a lot of people are always asking me for advice in my dms so i was like why not just like film a whole podcast answering you guys's questions about life and whatever anyways so today i posted like a little um ngl link which if you guys don't know what that is it's like a app where you do anonymous messages i posted that onto my story and i asked you guys to like send in whatever you want advice on and i got a bunch of questions actually um and i sorted them into two categories so the first one is about content creating and work-life balance And the second is relationships. So today, we're going to talk about content and work-life balance. And then probably in my next episode, I will talk about relationships with you guys. Also, just like a small little update, I've been doing really good. Like, it's I've been just really focusing on my content on my Instagram and I have kind of just been neglecting my podcast I still want to keep this really consistent so I'm gonna try my best and keep me accountable guys like message me um comment on my posts and be like why are you not posting your podcast Audrey the fuck like do that okay do all that because I need that (laughs) like somebody has to keep me accountable anyways grab a drink today I'm drinking water (laughs) Yeah, because this is going to be a whole ass episode. I mean, there's not that many questions, but I feel like I talk a lot. So each question I might answer for a while. Okay, anyways, we're going to get into it. Also, also, sorry, this intro is so long. You know, I just love yapping. Um, This setup today, my mic is placed on a Ikea box. My phone is on a tripod and I have a light on top of it. So little upgrade, you know, little upgrade Um, because I realized that my mic was like a little bit too low in the first episode. So I like moved it up. Anyways, we're going to start. So today the topic is going to be all about like content creating, um, work life balance, how and like all that jazz, just like, you know, life balance, how you balance your career, even if it's not content. But I'm going to be talking about content creating a lot today. Okay, so let's get into it. First question I got from you guys is how do you balance dance and content creating? Okay, so this is definitely something that's been super on my mind since I would say last October. So what happened was last October, I made a little switch in my head that I wanted to take my content a lot more seriously. So I actually made um, the account, it's Audrey Chow, a long time ago, like during COVID. So actually maybe two years ago. I thought it was a year ago, but looking back, it's actually probably two years ago when I made it. So I made it about two years ago and then I just was posting on there for fun. It was relatively consistent. It was like maybe every other day or like 
twice a week or three times a week something like that whenever i have time whenever i create something i post it and that was the vibe um and then in october last year i had done so much dancing in 2023 i did a lot of dance jobs like i danced for basically every single artist in hong kong i like said yes to everything i could and i like tired myself out and i was just thinking do i want to do this forever and the thing is i really do love dancing um and i'm so so grateful that it can be my career and i know that I'm very lucky that I'm able to do something that I love and it is something that I've dreamed about for a long time but at the same time it is also a short a sh- it's a career with a lifespan and it's not something that's very sustainable in terms of you need your body to be super healthy super on point and you need your mind to be very strong you need to have um the energy to dance um the strength right and then also on top of that it's not even just about how like healthy and fit you are to do dance jobs it's also um the time trade so you can spend like if you're doing um let's say a show you could spend hours rehearsing like every single day um and at the same time i still have to teach class and then at the same time i still have to like shoot other videos and then at the same time i still have to do a bunch of stuff um like rehearsals shows fittings castings (laughs) and then like you know you have a bunch of jobs going on at the same time it's not like a normal nine to five job so when you're busy you're like super busy and it's so easy to get burnt out in dance so in october basically running back to the question in October, the reason that I decided to take my content creating more seriously is because I see content as something that can be a very long lifespan for me in terms of a career. And also, there's just more variety. And also, I just think it's a better trade for, it's a better trade of your time for income. Because whereas for dance, it's really like each hour, how much do you make? Each show, how much do you make? You know what I mean? Whereas for content, it can be like one campaign, how much you're making, one brand deal, how much you're making. And that doesn't necessarily have to take, like it's very flexible. You can plan when you want to film that content. You can film it in your own time, edit it in your own time. You know, it's still, of course, it still takes time, but it's definitely different from dance where you have to go in for rehearsal. If they say it's going to be from 10 to 6, then it's from 10 to 6 and you're there. You know, you can't do anything else with your time. Whereas for content, it's a little bit more flexible. And also, so it's that, like, time time reason. And then it's also the um, worry that, like, you know, if... I mean, it's not that I'm getting that old, but I do think about the future a lot. Like, when I'm 30 and if I want to have kids, do I want to still be, like, dancing all the time and, like, working dance jobs? Not really. So, like, it's great. I've done so much with dance already. Um... Oh, that's the third thing. Sorry, my brain is everywhere. That's the third thing. Um, it's also that I feel like I've I've experienced everything there is to experience in the dance industry. I mean, of course, there's still some other things, but it's not it's not really something that I feel like I'm learning a lot from anymore. Like I feel very comfortable in the industry. I've been dancing. I've been in the dance industry for five years since I was 19 years old. So like, I just feel 
super in my comfort zone and I don't like that I love being scared I love learning new things trying new things doing something for my career that like scares me is like the best feeling for me so that's why last year in October I decided to make the shift into content creating like to take it more seriously and that's when I started to post every single day and that's when I started to strategize my content that's when I started to plan what I wanted to post that's when I started to reach out to brands that's also when my followers started growing hella fast that's also when a bunch of brands started reaching out to me that's when I started going to a lot of events working with like paid brand partnerships you know so it started actually um becoming half of my career so now i do balance dance and content creating half and a half and i'm very very lucky that i'm able to do that um because even though i've said no to a lot of dance jobs i'm still teaching dance so i teach three times a week which is not that much and then i also do privates on the same on pretty much the same days so out of the week i have three days where i'm like um, doing dance work and then all the other days I do my content yeah <laughs> so four days of content three days of dance I have no days off <laughs> no I'm just kidding like I do ha- have days off but like that is pretty much what I'm doing dance is like a set schedule content is like whenever I have t- whenever I have time or whenever I feel like it basically yeah so that is currently how i'm able to balance everything is that i'm not saying yes to a lot of dance jobs and i'm just focusing on creating content and teaching class however in march right now it's like the end of feb in march i'm going to be really busy with dance because i'm choreographing for a concert and that's super exciting. The only reason I said yes to that is because I've never choreographed a concert before. That's something that I've never tried in the dance industry. Um, so it's something new. It's something that scares me. So I said yes to it. So I am going to be doing that. So I'm a little worried to see how my content is going to suffer because I am going to be have to I am going to have to be in rehearsals a lot. Um, but I'm not too worried because uh, the these past two weeks I've been planning my content hella and like i've been filming everything i've been making content every single day so i think i'll have like sufficient content to post and i'll be able to continue my daily posting routine um hopefully (laughs) even when like the concert starts yeah so that is currently how i'm able to do that balance dance and content creating okay next question (laughs) This person says, I'm currently in uni and I really want to create content, but I'm struggling to keep up with both school and creating. Time management tips, general tips. So, okay, so time management tips. This is what I did when I was in uni because I think uni is also like something where it's like a little bit more rigid, like the time. Like if you have to be in class at this time, then you have to go. You know what I mean? So you can't just like plan out your time however you want. Um, But I would say how you can manage your time is use okay this is a little bit of a basic tip but use a calendar so i use iCal like the calendar app on your iphone and it also links to your like laptop or whatever devices you use and i try to have like different color coordinated stuff and i still do this to this day so i'll have like okay i need to pull up my iCal to see what 
are my subtopics okay so i'll have like yellow for personal i'll have purple for dance i'll have like green for modeling and then um orange for hku classes oh my god that's still here yeah so hku classes will be orange and then um brown will be like content yeah so like i have like different categories and then just try to put in um all your classes onto your calendar and then whatever you want to do on top of that like content uh if you want to create content on the side as well try to find the spare spare time that you have in between like your classes so let's say you have class monday tuesday wednesday and then you don't have class on thursday or friday then on thursday maybe you can just take that day to film content and on friday you can take that day to edit content or something like that you know what i mean um if you don't have two days off that's also fine you can still do it like you let's say you have like classes monday through friday but like your classes end at like 2 p.m then you can be like okay and then after 2 p.m i'm gonna go film content with this person from three to five and then i'm gonna go home and edit my content from five to seven so try to add everything that you want to do into your calendar and that's really gonna help you to set time time aside to do those tasks because if you only have like your schoolwork on your calendar um and like your due dates you're not really going to be able to um utilize your time as efficiently because what i used to do is i would only put in like when my assignments are due and then everything else is blank so then you don't have your days planned out really and you don't really know what you're waking up to do every single day but if you like plan out your week let's say like because this is something that i like to do like on a sunday or on a saturday i'll plan out my next week to see what i'm gonna do and i'll like see what what appointments i already have and then add in what i want like some things that i need to do for example uh, let's say i have like the whole afternoon free on monday then i will use that time to shoot fashion content you know in my living room right here in the spot i'll just be like okay monday i'm gonna shoot fashion content for this brand or i'll just do it for myself like uh, i have an idea i want to do like a get ready with me or i want to do like how to style this top something like that you know what i mean and then i'll just like write that down it doesn't have to be super detailed just like just so you know you're setting time aside to film content that day and then let's say tuesday you're busy all day but then at night you have some time free then for me nighttime i never film unless it's a podcast then i'll be like oh nighttime i'll just film my podcast or nighttime i'll just edit you know so it'll be like that and then try to just like add those things into your calendar so that you um kind of get into the groove of like every morning or every day before you go to, before you go to sleep you check what you're doing the next day and then you can see if that's gonna be feasible for you of course sometimes you might feel really tired because that happens to me all the time (laughs) like i always feel tired so sometimes i might just like look at my calendar and i if i have nothing the next day and i'm feeling really drained and really um burnt out i'll just like take that day off and i'll just be like okay i'm not doing anything tomorrow maybe i'll just go to the gym or maybe i'll just like go see my boyfriend or something you know what i mean like i won't do something super like intense or like i'm not gonna create content like i can't do that anymore you know so like you can kind of um gauge your own feelings and um and what you kind of want to do on top of what's already in your schedule yeah so i think that's a really good skill to have and also i think um when you're in uni it's a really good time to learn the skill because there's not as much on the line like you know school and content creating these two things are not like super 
um like you're not gonna die if you don't do either of those okay obviously school is important i guess but like to me school is not as important as like when you come out into the real world so i think it's a good time to learn these skills and it's a really good opportunity to um see how uh gauge how you how your own energy levels are and how you feel throughout the week throughout the month because for me i know there's like weeks in the month because we're like i mean not we're all women but i'm a woman (laughs) hi um and like i do like my energy levels definitely fluctuate throughout the month like if i'm like um what is the other period called i I only know the luteal period and then your like menstrual period and then what's the other period called and then your ovulation period obviously but yeah like i know that like in the first few weeks of the month i'm usually more energized and then before i get my period i feel super lazy and super tired like i need to sleep so much and then when i'm on my period i'm also just like mood swingy you know like it just depends so like i know that i'm like that and so therefore i kind of am able to be more lenient on myself when i'm feeling more tired you know So I think it's a good time to explore that about yourself and learn more about how your own energy levels are, how your own, um, not efficiency levels, what is it called? Like basically how productive, oh yeah, your productivity, how your productivity is throughout the month or throughout the weeks. Yeah, just gauge, you know, it's a good time to experiment. Yes! I don't know if that answered your question. (laughs) Anyways, next question. Okay, this is an easy one. It just says how to grow on Instagram. Okay, so for me, how I did it was... So I have two Instagram accounts, actually. Um, The dance account, I don't know. I, I know how I grew it. Like, it was honestly kind of a fluke. I grew it basically... Like, I've been... Well, first of all, I had that account for years, like, since high school. Um, And then it grew really fast at once i started teaching class and then it grew even faster when i started um when i started doing a lot of like collab shoots with photographers and then like you know when like you collab with a photographer and then they post you on your on their page like it grew really fast from that and then it also grew really fast from some reels that exploded for no reason like they're really random reels um and it got like five million views on my dance account and it wasn't even dance related and then that's when i started my it's audrey chow yeah so uh how i grew my it's audrey chow is more um thought out and more like i have more tips for that okay even though there's less followers on there but the growth is faster and the rate is higher so for how to grow on instagram i would say first of all you need to find your voice i don't like it when people say you should find your niche because i don't think it's really about having a niche is more about having your own voice, your personality, your brand image. You know, who who are you online? What is your online presence? Okay, what does your Instagram say about you? I think that's really important because what I was doing before October, like before I made that like conscious choice to like be serious about content creating, I was just posting whatever or I was just posting like I was sticking to a niche niche okay i was just posting fashion videos and fashion photos and that's it okay and that was my like niche on instagram and i thought like everybody has to have a niche so like that was it and then i realized like people love to see my personality people love to know who i am and that is honestly your strong suit because 
everybody on Instagram is already doing fashion. Like, there's already like tons, millions of fashion creators, and probably a lot of them have more followers than you. So, if you're gonna join in on the fashion niche, what are you gonna bring to the table? You know what I mean? What's different? And like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna make it crazier. I'm gonna make my outfits like unless. Okay, sorry about that. Unless like your outfits are like really, really crazy. Um, and like, sorry, I need to turn off my WhatsApp. My boyfriend is texting me. <laughs> um, yeah, unless your outfits are like super out there and like super unique, I don't think you can just just rely on a niche or like even makeup. I don't think you can just rely on makeup being a niche, unless your makeup skills are like top tier and you're making like crazy, like insanely good, insanely creative makeup looks, right? So I really think it's like more about like how can you combine the things that you like already and you want to make videos about with your own personality with um, something that represents you. So for example, for me, I feel like on my page, I'm like trying to be super authentic and I talk about like things that bother me, things that are on my mind, my thoughts, my views on the world. Um, because I have a lot of thoughts, honestly. I think all the time, and that's I think that's like my strong suit, and I share that with my audience, and a lot of people relate to that, and so therefore they follow me, you know. So it's like kind of relatability in like some similar thoughts. Um, so yeah, just try to find your voice. I think. Um, other than that, obviously, there's a bunch of like things that you have to do, which is first of all, post consistently. Uh, make sure your qual- make sure your content is of quality. Okay, don't be posting blurry ass 240p videos. Um, do not make your like captions like two words. I mean, actually, some people do that and it works, but like I would say, like try to make your content of quality and try to post it consistently. Um, yeah, I think it it does help to have a niche, but it's more important to have your voice if that helps. And also try to interact with your audience as much as possible. Another tip that I followed in the beginning is like try to follow a bunch of creators that are like similar, like posting similar stuff as you and engage with them a lot and then try to get like other creators to follow you back. So that's how you make a lot of like online friends. That's why I have so many like um fellow creator friends on instagram that i've never met in real life i just like followed them in the beginning and we've like grown together and it's great like i love that so yeah do that um yes i think that's pretty much all my tips for how to grow on instagram i guess i could make a whole video about it but (laughs) that's like my tips for now okay next question how do i maintain a balance between school dance and friends and family oh my god this is so fucking hard let me tell you because even as an adult i find it so difficult to do this like when i was in school i actually found it okay like i actually found it to be like manageable but now it is really hard like i think for me how i do it is um how i balance between okay so like basically what i was talking about with the calendar just now like try to do that and try to think of like your priorities because i think um for me when i was in school i definitely did not prioritize dance i mean i definitely did not prioritize school as much as dance so dance was like a little bit further ahead of school and then it was um friends and then it was family and then it was school maybe something like that like of course they're all high on my priority list but i had like a strong 
sense that I would become a dancer when I was younger. So I prioritized dance heavily because of that. So I think it is really important to know your priorities. And also, I think it is really important to learn how to manage your time. So basically what I said in the question before that. Um, try to do all those things and then see if you can like squeeze in like see if you can squeeze in time for like oh friday i want to hang out with my friends saturday i'm gonna like make sure i have time to spend with my mom or like my family you know what i mean something like that yeah like for me when i was in uh when i was still like living with my family we used to do like sunday brunch every week something like that you know um and that was like not even my my idea that was my parents idea so yeah it's also a two-way street like your family and your friends have to want to spend time with you as well for you to be able to do that um but yeah i think balance is all about uh first of all if it's with people it's about communication and seeing if the other party prioritizes you as much as you prioritize them and then second of all is about how you're able to manage your time, basically. Yeah. Okay. I think this is the last question. Okay. I think this is going to be the last question that I answered today, but there were a few more. But this is going to be the last one for this episode because my phone is running out of battery. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So the last question. It says, tips on getting into content creating in 2024. I'm a student bracket broke and abroad (laughs) interested in both short and long form content okay so i think for tips for getting into content creating it's actually not super hard the barrier to entry is not high all you need is a phone because um right now i'm filming this on my phone as well like (laughs) even a podcast like you just need a mic i guess mics can be kind of expensive yeah but um you basically just need a phone if you want to do short short form content even long form content you can just vlog with your phone um so i guess what you want to do is just try to because i think the biggest reason why a lot of people fail especially when they're young is because they try for a little bit and then they just give up and that is gonna be a really bad mindset because if you're gonna uh, go into it it, like thinking that you're gonna like get 10k followers by like the end of this month it's not gonna happen let me tell you because i have been posting on my it's audrey chow account for two years and i'm on 8k okay so like it really is like a long game nowadays because the people that have been going viral i mean people still go viral you could go viral it's possible but don't expect it like that's a small ass percentage most people are like working hard slowly growing their accounts and that's what you want honestly because slow growth um slow but consistent growth is really really um what is it called fulfilling it is because like every time you see like a new follower you don't just think oh it's whatever like because you have such slow growth slow and consistent it feels very nice when there's new people in your account there's new faces there's new names there's new people dming you new people commenting i love i love like the slow but steady and small community that i have on my instagram you know and also it's just so real and it does not feel overwhelming you know because i feel like if i all of a sudden hit like 100k tomorrow i might just like crawl into my bed and not be able to leave my house so (laughs) yeah so make sure you're like you know if you're gonna get into content creating in 
2024, you know that it's going to be a long game and you're willing to put in a lot of effort for a long time in order to like reap the benefits. Okay, because right now I'm definitely not making like a full time income off of my Instagram, but I do foresee it to happen within the next two to three years. You know what I mean? And I'm in it for the long run. So I feel like that's okay for me because I still have dance on the side. Like I still have ways to make money. So it's okay for me that I'm not making like a full time income from Instagram right now. Um, but yeah, like you have to see it as kind of like a business. Like if you grow a business, usually it takes five years for it to succeed or for it to break even actually. <laughs> so like for content, you already don't have to break even because you don't have to put money into the business. So think of it as a business, like you have to grow it slowly and consistently in order for it to work out. So I think my biggest tip for people that are starting content in 2024 is to just make sure you have a slow growth mindset and for the long term, okay? Yeah, do not be like, I'm just gonna try it out for three months and see how it goes because it's not gonna go. It's not gonna go anywhere, like... <laughs> for for real like i'm telling i'm telling you so straight up unless you're like one of those people like one of those hidden um viral stars or like you have something audacious to say you know so yeah make sure you are really uh gonna set out like a long-term goal on how you're gonna achieve it like basically like for me it's like i'm gonna post every day until i hit whatever you know so like for you it could be like i'm gonna post twice a week on instagram and once every two weeks on youtube for a long time like that's gonna be my schedule for the next like five years you know so like you have to have like a schedule like that and you have to be willing to stick to it and in order to even do it okay let me tell you but honestly just start because if you're gonna think about oh but i don't know if i'll be able to do it for like a year or two years once you start you're gonna realize it's actually not that hard because a lot of times a lot of things that people don't start it's just because they're in their own heads you know yeah so don't be in your own head about it just start it and then figure it out as you go but just remember that you cannot give up if you feel like giving up make sure you have somebody to keep you accountable make sure you have a strong support system that really helps because i have my boyfriend i have my best friend i have my parents they're super supportive so like anytime i'm like oh my god i cannot do this anymore my boyfriend's like no you can you're a fucking superstar and i'm like okay (laughs) forgot (laughs) you know so it's really good to have like a support system if you can But if you don't, that's also fine because you can be your own biggest supporter. And also your little audience that you start to grow can also be your supporter because you can share to them how you're feeling. And let me tell you, they're going to be super supportive because my followers are so supportive. When I tell them like I'm feeling burnt out, everyone sends me like messages and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? How are you feeling? Make sure you take a rest. Make sure you like sleep enough, eat enough, like yeah you guys are the sweetest um but yeah that is my tip for you if you want to start content it's definitely not too late do it but be consistent yes and that is the end of this video i don't know what i'm going to title this podcast yet but thank you guys so much for sticking around listening to me babble on and answer your questions i hope this advice helps some of you guys and i hope that you guys will chase your dreams okay because a lot of people here are like saying that they want to create content and you know what if other people don't support you at least you know i support you okay you guys can fucking do it if i can do it you can do it honestly because like who am i i'm just a person i'm just a girl so (laughs) yeah 
Anyways, thank you guys for listening. And also, oh my god, last little thing. This podcast is now on Spotify. That's fucking crazy. It's on Spotify. Are you kidding? Who am I? An artist? Um, so listen on Spotify if you want, or if you want to see my, you know, no makeup face, go on YouTube. Um, anyways, yeah, that is it for me today. I love you guys so much. Have a blessed weekend week i don't know i don't know when i'm posting this so anyways love you bye